0: It takes on average five to seven touch points that someone has with your brand before they become a buyer. That means they've seen your name, seen your business's name, seen your products, seen your service before they actually decide to buy. And what I'm challenging you to think about today is, do you have this set up powerfully in your business? What are those potential touch points? And how can you look at top of your funnel touch points and then the after touch points and really optimizing those? You are listening to the Not for Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 297. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are having a fabulous summer. I cannot believe we are going into July already. I feel like I say that on the podcast and it's always like a wake-up call for me because as I'm recording these I look at you know the date it'll come out and then I'm like oh my gosh it's this date and here's what's going to be happening then and so it's always like a in my face around that and I just can't believe you know for for us it's like summer and then kids are going back to school and then the year is going to be over and it just goes so fast especially with kids. I'm sure many of you can relate to that. So today's episode I want to dive into Five touch points to a sale. And kind of that concept that you probably have heard before, it is marketing 101 really, around it takes on average five to seven touch points that someone has with your brand before they become a buyer. That means they've seen your name, seen your business's name, seen your products, seen your service five to seven times before they actually decide to buy. And what I'm challenging you to think about today is Do you have this set up powerfully in your business? What are those potential touch points? And how can you look at the before your your top of your funnel touch points and then the after touch points and really optimizing those? And one of the reasons I was inspired to do this is because we recently signed a client and I always ask my, my sales team to ask, you know, how did they hear about us? Did they see an ad? We have it on our application, but I like them to get even more in depth on the calls if they can. And so this recent client that we signed said, she heard me on a guest podcast when I was on Amy Porterfield's podcast. Then she heard me on another guest podcast. Then she listened to my podcast. Then she saw one of my ads, but she didn't click the ad. And then she went to my website and applied. And so that's a really great example of how there's a lot of things that happen, a lot of like micro actions that happen Throughout a customer journey and and a time from someone going from, you know, not knowing your brand to becoming a customer that you may not even know about, you know, those are things that that person, I think she actually selected on her application that she heard from me on my podcast, but that's not even a full, accurate representation of her entire experience because she heard me on a podcast, but she heard me on two guest podcasts first, Then she heard me on my podcast. Then she saw an ad but didn't even click the ad and then went to my website later on and was like, oh, I should actually go apply and then became a client. And so I just thought that was interesting because one of those things that I thought was interesting was, I know for a fact there is a good handful of people who come and, and work with us who see an ad but don't necessarily even sign up for the webinar or take action on the ad, but just by seeing it. By reading the beginning copy or seeing the video or actually just seeing my face and my brand in their feed, it reminds them, oh, I wanted to go fill out an application or, oh, I might want to go check that out. And that is the power of marketing and one of the things that you have to kind of know that it's an investment in that because I couldn't really go back and attribute – her sale to one of those avenues because they all contributed. And so that's where marketing comes into being this very holistic strategy when you definitely want to know your return on ad spend absolutely from like your direct, you know, webinar or whatever you're doing. And, and then how many sales, but it does, especially with high ticket, I saw, you know, high ticket service. And so especially with that it it sometimes can be hard because you're going to have multiple touch points. So where do I attribute the sale? Do I attribute it to being on Amy Porterfield's podcast or do I attribute it to the last thing she did which was listen to my podcast? You know, because both of those things played a part in it. And so the first source was Amy Porterfield's podcast and the last one was mine, but she also saw an ad somewhere in there and because she didn't click on it it's not going to be attributed to that ad. And that's kind of the reality of marketing and so one of the one of the the reasons why you should almost always be running ads, at least to brand awareness and visibility, and then lead gen as the you know the the priority number two, the reason that you should be doing that is making sure that you're you're being consistent. That when somebody is on Instagram, when somebody is on Facebook, when they are scrolling, they will see your name, and then if they come into touch point with your brand in some way, they should see your name again. And so I think the reason that this person went to my podcast and listened to the podcast and my website she then started getting hit with ads and i hear that a lot people are like yeah i went to your website i checked this out and i've been seeing ads ever since and i'm like good it's working right so when somebody has that first touch point with you whether that is engaging on your page watching a video joining your email list see, you know clicking on your website going to your website clicking on a landing page they should continue to see you and you should be building in those touch points and so Those touch points come in the form of a few different things. Number one, brand awareness and visibility is a way to create touch points. You're putting out videos or podcasts or blogs or social media content. You're promoting it so you can get it in front of more people and you're creating a touch point there. Those are great for like initial brand contact, initial, you know, beginning to build trust and growth with that. I am so excited to be coming up on our 300th podcast episode, and to celebrate, I'm going to be giving away some amazing prizes if you guys help me spread the word about the podcast. These prizes are things like free access into the Ignite Academy course modules for two winners and a 30-minute strategy session with me, which you can't even buy one of those. And the best part, it's super easy to enter. So all you have to do to enter to win is one, screenshot your favorite episode of the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, share it to your Instagram story or your Instagram post and tag Emily Hirsch. Two, leave the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast a review on Apple Podcasts. And then three, screenshot that review and email it to team at emilyhirsch.com. So one, screenshot your favorite episode, share it to Instagram, tag Hirsch. Two, leave a review and then screenshot that review and email it to team at emilyhirsch.com, And then you'll be entered to win one of these prizes. You can only enter once and it's officially open right now for submissions, but you have to get your entry completed by the end of the day, July, 7th. We'll be announcing the winners on July 8th. I am so grateful for everyone who has helped this podcast become what it is today by listening and joining in on the conversation. And I can't wait to see your guys' reviews and find out who the winners are. And then number two, you've got likely lead generation and that's another form of touch point that's a more committed touch point but from there it becomes once somebody's on your list or when somebody has taken an action such as signed up for your webinar, visited your product sales page, gone to your website, you should be creating really solid follow-up in the form of Retargeting ads, consistent content on social media, putting out something valuable every single week—whether that's a blog or a podcast or a video—and then the email follow-up is essential as well. And staying top of mind, because honestly, you never know when you're going to push somebody over the edge. And I guarantee, if you dug deeper into your buyers and you dug deeper into that journey and kind of what's happening, you would be able to figure out that there's like, you know, it's not linear. There's very many touch points happening. And the more high ticket you sell, the higher price service or product that you sell, usually it means that there's more touch points. So I would argue that, you know, we probably average more like nine to 10 touch points before someone becomes an agency client because they want to make sure that this, you know, it's a partnership that we're we're building and people are going to sit there for a while. And so there's a few things my goal with this episode is, is number one, I want you to just start thinking about this because, Brand touch points lead to more sales. Consistency leads to more sales. And the way you create that is having a holistic marketing strategy, meaning you hit all those points of, brand awareness and visibility, lead generation, and sales and retargeting. Those are three out of five steps in the not-for-lazy marketer process. They're critical, and you should be putting effort towards them every day, every week, every month in your business to stay consistent. The other piece of this that I want you to think about is just asking yourself from a high-up perspective and high-up view. If you were to look at your business are you consistent? Are you consistent with the way that you show up online? Are you consistent with the way that you email your email list? Are you consistent in the content that you create? Are you a consistent business or do you get busy and then drop off for three weeks? And where do you fall within that category? Because that consistency, you never know if that post or that podcast or that video you did or that webinar you did or whatever it is that you're doing, you never know what's going to push someone over the edge, especially if you're growing an audience. And so, consistently, showing up, but consistently showing up with value is very important. You don't want to just post, you know, okay, I'm going to post 20 times a week because Emily said I got to stay consistent. Everything should also be run by the filter, through the filter of Is my company consistent? And number two, if somebody came across this post, this video, this webinar, this ad, this blog, this podcast, would it be enough to convince them that they should trust my company and buy from me? And if the answer is no, you're better off not posting it. So ultimately what you need to do is create a strategy where you are consistent with value and you have the time and space to create at least a couple of valuable pieces of content Every week, you can email your list every week and you can show up in that way. And then the other piece to this, the last piece I wanna say is, this is why I talk about marketing as an investment. Because no matter what, no matter how clean your data is, no matter how good your tracking is and knowing your kind of exact return on ad spend, there will always be a little percentage of your budget that you should just know or a, not a percentage of your budget, but just a a reason for spending your budget that's beyond just the direct return on ad spend. Yes, you want to get it profitably. You want two to three to four X return on your ad spend at least, but also if, if you have that, there's an additional component of value that you can't necessarily tie back, and that is those touch points. That is, you know, this example of this client who signed on, I wouldn't be able to tie her to the return on ad spend of the ad she saw because she didn't even click it, and that ad didn't lead to her applying and and working with us, but she still saw it. And it was one of the triggers and reminders for her of my company. And that's gonna happen no matter how clean your tracking is, which there's many companies, including my own, that were constantly trying to make sure tracking is as clear as possible. But there will always be a little percentage where you're like, I know I'm not capturing that return with my ad spend because I'm not capturing the people who just saw the ad, did nothing with the ad, And remembered my brand, so in two weeks or two months from now, they actually took an action. And that is one of the main reasons that you should be seeing marketing as, you know, number one, a way to generate leads and sales, but number two, an investment in your business staying top of mind. Because what business do you think is going to run? If you compare your business to another one in your industry, do you think that the business who stays consistent, who's running ads, who's constantly showing up in front of people, or the one who isn't is going to win? The one who is showing up posting and and creating valuable content, promoting that so new people see it, running ads, spending money to get eyes, leads and sales in their business and is consistently investing back in that way is going to win all day long over the company who doesn't do that. And is almost afraid of doing that or overthinking doing that or you know waiting until everything's perfect to do that. You really need to push to create that to stay top of mind, to be everywhere. If if people are telling you like I'm st- Seeing your stuff everywhere and people do that to me like when we do a promotion or if they like I said come in contact with my brand I'm like great then it's working because that is exactly what I want is to be everywhere so that's what I have for you guys today and I want you to think about maybe list out you know what are what are all the ways somebody can have a touch point with you and then what are the ways that you could improve that And touch points happen, you know, before the top of your funnel and after. Top of your funnel is like the core way that you're getting somebody on your list or you're getting a sale. So what are the ways that that's happening and how can you improve that just in what you already have? And you'll probably find some room for more money, for improved sales, for increased sales, because sometimes just optimizing that leads to more sales.